Welcome to the Vocational Education Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Dan. Welcome to the Vocational Education Podcast, everyone. We've got a great interview today with um, Katie from Accelerate. Now, this is a great platform. Uh, We're going to have a chat about that, how they've been dealing with things over the last year. And uh, yeah, you'll wait and see what else she has to offer. So uh, before I go any further, let's introduce Katie. Well, welcome along to the Vocational Education Podcast. This is where we get to have a nice chat and uh, find out how Accelerate's been going, find out how you've been going, uh, what changes you've had to make, how businesses um, is making use of this time and all that sort of stuff. So we've got quite a bit to talk about. Uh, so I might start with maybe, um, yeah, for you to look back um, at January, February, March this year and, and tell me what sort of progressed and what happened. Oh, it was an interesting time, I think, to say the least, I think for everyone. And I think the biggest thing was we just had no idea how this was going to impact us, how this was going to impact all of our RTO clients, um, all our training providers. Um, but I think, yeah, when everything started sort of when there was news that people were starting to work from home or that was kind of what was going to be suggested and yeah our directors Ray and Jules really jumped in pretty quickly and just said all right we need to basically everyone needs to be working from home as of tomorrow so I think that was on a Monday and by the Tuesday everyone was at home and we've got about 45 staff in our Brisbane office so we were trying to yeah get all of our systems luckily we're we're predominantly online I guess the biggest thing was just our support team and changing everyone over to a VoIP system um, but all of our training, a lot of our sort of sales and marketing and obviously all of our dev is, is all online. So that kind of made it a little bit helpful. But, yeah, from our clients' point of view, I guess the biggest thing for us was the amount of clients we have in, in face-to-face training, particularly short courses, first aid providers, you know, a lot of those high-volume short course providers, and I guess how they were then going to be impacted um, by all of this. And I think it's it's been such... It's been one of these interesting times where it has forced so many of our clients to, to make changes within their business and generally really positive changes. Um, so I'm sure we'll chat about that as well. But, yeah, I think it's just it's, it's been very, very interesting, a time of change for us as a business but also for a lot of our clients. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we've definitely gone through some change, but very positive as well. So tell uh, our listeners more about um, Accelerate, what what you do, um, how you've grown since 2008 and uh, yeah, yeah, just everything about your business. Sure. So we were actually an RTO back in the early 90s, so quite some time ago, and Accelerate was really, it was built by Ray um, initially, who's, who's our director. He has an IBM background, um, and I guess through Jules kind of trying to manage our training internally, he just, he's a systems guy and just knew that we needed something to be able to manage our business a little bit better. And I guess it wasn't until we had an internal audit um, that an auditor suggested, or sorry, an external audit, an auditor suggested that we commercialize the product um, and yeah it's been commercialized now for about 12 years or so 12 to 15 years and in that time 
um, we've taken on just over 800 um, RTOs in Australia. So we have quite a, a few and, um, and very various um, RTOs using our products to manage really their end-to-end, -end, you know, anything from your student management, learning management, all the reporting and fun government reporting that, that RTOs are required to, to do. Um, so that's kind of been our journey and it's really just going from strength to strength in terms of our products that we provide our clients, working really closely with our clients on, on all this new development. So yeah, at the end of the day, we're a student management system, but also have learning management um, functionality as well. Yeah, it was probably about that 10 year ago, Mark, when uh, VetMIS you know, was the, the bane of everybody's existence within the student management process. And we we're all looking for student management systems that were VetMIS compliant. And that was harder than you thought. Uh -huh. And the uh, right. providers were scrambling around trying to make sure that they met the requirements too. So it's glad that, well, I'm glad that everything's kind of leveled out and, and VetMIS is a lot easier and a lot more of the systems are all working now. Yeah. Um, were you one of the first ones out there to be all of VetMIS compliant? I think there was definitely players on the on the block. There was other other people or other vendors rather um, that kind of uh, had been around for a while. But I think we we started um, our product off, you know, in a web based sort of or a cloud based way. Uh, so I think for clients at the time that we sort of commercialized, looking for something online, Accelerate was an option for them to look at. And I guess we kind of commercialised at a point where Vetmis was then made mandatory for every RTO. So before that, it was sort of it was a lot of first aid providers and other providers that weren't necessarily having to report. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess that's sort of where we where we came about. And um, yeah, I think it's it's such an interesting industry that we're all in. It's a super complicated industry, as you would know, and and all of your listeners would know as well. And it's just trying to keep up with all the changes that are constantly going on, not just nationally, but at the state level, you know, as well. So it's, it's pretty intense. <laughs> so what does, uh, what does Accelerate do the best? What, why do people come back to you? I think our, well, not our number one thing, but I think, you know, our people and our culture and I guess the support that our clients receive um, is second to none. Ray and Jules both have a super, super strong customer service background. And so, you know, really our whole business runs um, off that sort of customer service and making sure that we're supporting our clients in the best possible way. Um, I think another, I guess, functionality-wise, where we have more and more clients moving to Accelerate is all of the automation and the, the kind of flexibility with the automation um, that we provide a lot of our clients. Um, but also the fact that, and I guess more through all this COVID time, for the last three years or so, we've been working on developing all of our online assessment, all of our online learning capabilities. Because I guess prior to um, prior to that, we were, you know, we were trying to say use Accelerate this one-stop shop or this one system, but we still didn't have this piece of the puzzle. And so our clients were having to use external learning management systems to manage all of that. So we've been, yeah, on this mission of trying to solve the, the complexities around assessments, mapping, um, you know, and, and making that a whole lot easier. And I guess clients more and more are now looking just for one system that can manage their business as opposed to, you know, even if you've got integrations, it's one other thing that you've got to, you know, maintain. And so, yeah, that's, those are, yeah, some of the key reasons they'll come, come to us and stay with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, good on you. Good on you. Yeah. It's been an interesting journey for us as an RTO for the last 13 years, 
we moved from, uh, we, we, I think we were one of the first to bother going cloud-based um, back when Microsoft Live was a thing. And um, and then it could have turned into OneDrive, I think it turned into, and now SharePoint. And so we've, we've gone down that journey, but also we knew we needed a, a decent SMS, student management system. Um, most of our learning management we do ourselves, but that's because of who we are and what we are and what we do. But I know there's a lot of providers out there who just can't do that. Um, but yes, the integration, as you said, the integration is the thing. And I love what you said about the one-stop shop. There wasn't a single um, question we had in our head when we went out there looking for our, when we went from uh, OneDrive to, to SharePoint, we just said, we want someone to make everything one because we're sick of having email addresses attached to our domain provider. We wanted, it was just, please make it all one. And um, it, that was so hard to do, so hard to find. And talking to the big companies, the Apples, the oh, Apple Education, don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> talking to Microsoft as well, also yeah. don't get me started. But talking to these big providers, um, just a lack of understanding of the industry, huge lack of understanding of the industry. And I think when we're dealing with the, the complexities of all of the compliance and the requirements of just being an RTO, you know, instead of having to, I guess we've, we've tried to do a lot of consolidation work with our clients over the years. So they were using spreadsheets to maintain their, their trainer competencies and, and evidence. They might have another system for their quality management, for their document management, for their surveys. So we've tried to really just consolidate all these silos that for a lot of companies are just they're not talking to each other there no one has visibility just in one place over what's going on so yeah but it's it's just it's how complex our industry is and i think how complex all these businesses are um that's that's where they need the support <laughs> are you in the crm space as well are you you are yeah so that we seems to be the next thing yeah that's exactly right so we have um i guess and that's where we've sort of used accelerators our key crm for for quite a few years um well for, yeah, probably the last 20 years or so. Um, we, we recently made the move to HubSpot just because of HubSpot's suite of automation tools in terms of marketing um, and just kind of taking, taking our marketing to the next level but have a nice integration. So it's, again, you know, even if we are using another system, it's integrating in a nice way so that it's not then affecting the day-to-day -day with people using this system versus Accelerate. But, yeah, I guess that is another massive thing, being able to maintain within your student management system that first, you know, point of inquiry all the way through that person completing and then going off to other courses with you. So, yeah, a large part of it is, is that as well. That seemed like such a natural progression that it was surprising back at the conference last year, actually. We were <clears throat> inquiring about updating our SMS and um, we were with a provider. They their CRM did most of what we wanted, but not all of it, and didn't fill in like something as simple as, um, you know, having a client that inquires with us when they finally sign up as a student and enroll, why doesn't that data all go across into the SMS? Why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it seems like such a crucial, simple mm -hmm. thing. Um, yeah, I, I won't go into that particular thing, but <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're getting there. Um, yeah. you know, we, yeah. there, there is a cost of, um, of, uh, transitioning from one to another and we've we've kind of sunk our teeth into this one now and it's serving our purposes yeah, <coughs> on me yeah. but uh and, and i do know there's a lot of large rtos out there who are in a similar position where they've kind of they've bitten off what they can chew and they don't really want to have to go oh god we got to start again for for so many reasons do you find that a lot i mean you've got a lot of 
clients, but do you find trying to get new ones, especially established ones, that it's quite difficult? Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what the percentage would be. Probably at least 80% of new clients coming on board would be transitioning from another student management system. And I think the number one fear for most of those clients is just how is this all going to happen? How am I going to learn this new product? How What's going to happen with my data? That's a massive one. Oh, yeah. Um, but I guess over the years, we've just, we've had to develop really strong, you know, um, processes and it's got to the point now where onboarding, I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it and say it's super simple and we'll get you up and running in two weeks. There is complexities with it. You're moving, you know, one major business system to another major business system. And then through that process, a lot of clients are then looking at their internal processes and whether they can cut down in these areas or whether we should even be doing this step as part of the process. So it's a pretty massive change, but it is a really nice, refreshing way to then have a look at everything going on in the business. And I think that's where I guess we, we have had quite a, a busy time during COVID just because as much as, you know, a lot of our providers may not be as busy, they have had some downtime to actually be able to look, you know, within at their at their software and their systems and you know decide to make that change um hopefully for the better so yeah it is it is a massive process but we've we've yeah we've done this now with hundreds of clients so it's it's just making sure we keep it as simple as as um as possible but just overcoming any sort of difficulties you know with as much communication and and teamwork as possible really well you did touch on the fact that um you've had quite a good time over covid which we shouldn't we shouldn't be scared to admit um, because a lot of organizations have actually had really good time over covid we've um, we've recorded a couple of record months so we can't be yeah. you know, okay okay well this is good uh, but you're right you, you did right there's definitely some time there where we could look at our systems and start to upgrade them so we'd have spent a few months doing that exact thing with um your business around that time say after the the first hit and after we realized that Australia was dealing with it quite well yeah. What were what happened internally with Accelerate? What were some of the things that you were talking about? Where you're looking at, oh, how we can we leverage what we've got? How can yeah. we help? Yeah. What, what was happening then? One hundred percent. So we had, um, I mean, we've had this online assessment, online learning capability. One of the hardest things we find is trying to spread the word and get it out there in terms, of, even to our internal clients. Everyone's just doing their day day to day and it's it's sometimes hard to let them know that we have all this functionality that they can be utilizing so yeah I guess it was it was looking at what we already had but we actually then accelerated um, all of pun intended accelerated all this development um, that we had in the pipeline and we actually came up with a project called it was around the clock which basically meant that our developers were at home because we were all at home but working you know, basically around the clock on trying to enhance our online assessments, online learning functionality, um, so that we could then, you know, allow our clients to even more easily pivot to delivering online. Um, and that may have been, you know, releasing new question types, more interactive question types for us, for, for their students, or it could be, I think we, we actually released a virtual classrooms feature because obviously we had all these clients who weren't able to deliver in a, a face-to-face way. So yeah, I guess development-wise, it definitely impacted um, all of that. 
I think the other thing was just trying to, you know, we, we, we delivered quite a few webinars during the time just to sort of let everyone know that there was this functionality that they could be making use of. And even if they weren't ready to bite off this huge piece of the, you know, taking their learning online, just some simple things they could be doing in Accelerate to, to make it a little easier for their students to, you know, receive documents or whatever the case might be. So, yeah, I, I, it was as multiple things that that went on but as a result I think we had we had some of our our, our biggest um well, I think we had our biggest quarter actually that sort of March to June quarter purely because um yeah we had a lot of people moving to our our turbo platform um, which is all about sort of online assessments online learning but then we had a lot of new clients who I think at the point of realising that they needed to change and they needed something online super, super quickly, it was also then, well, are we happy with our student management system? Do we actually want to be looking at something that's going to do everything for us? Um, so it was it was very, very fortunate in a time that we honestly didn't know what was going to happen because of the amount of our providers that yeah, we're in in the face-to-face sort of training space. So, yeah, very did, did you, um Sorry to cut you off. Did you expand your staffing at that point in time as well? We have significantly expanded our staffing as well, which has been, yeah, it's been really interesting. We, we've, I think, taken on probably 12 um, new employees just in the last three weeks. And then... Wow. Prior to that, it's yeah, it's been a pretty pretty hectic hectic time. But yeah, it's been amazing. We kind of all came back into the office around the beginning of July, so we've been sort of back in here now, working away um, as a team. But yeah, we had just brought on you know new staff, and then everyone the next day was basically working from home, and it so disruptive as I'm sure it is for a lot of businesses out there. But um, but yeah, it's been definitely an, an expansion time for us, which has been really interesting, but but great. What have you found the differences, um, both positive and negative, uh, for the remote versus working in an office environment? Mm, that's a very good question. To be honest, I think that um, personally, I really liked working from home. I had never sort of had that situation where it was just me and my dining table and my dog and like the amount of productivity just from, you know, the the, the lesser distractions and all of that sort of thing, um, you know, I was, I feel like I was firing on all cylinders and then coming back into the office. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's been awesome because we have been able to then kind of come together as a team a little bit more and, and, uh, and do what we need to do. But yeah, for me, working from home was something that we've actually changed uh, to now allow uh, well, not allowed, but we've we've got these new sort of processes whereby our employees can opt to have pro zone days, which is what we've called them, but effectively time that they can then spend at home, maybe one or two days a week, where they can then just power through project work. Um, so I guess just these these more permanent changes as a result of of COVID, but increasing the productivity, you know, within the business. I think from a support point of view as well, I mean, we've had phone support for years and years and years, just literally through phones and moving to VoIP has been able to provide us all these other analytics and and everything else that we've just never had visibility over before as well. So being able to see how many people are actually calling us each day and what are they calling about and um, every phone call now being recorded as well so that we can then, you know, do some quality assurance and training. And so, yeah, those those sorts of things have been really positive um, as well. I think you're definitely not alone. Um, Google actually came out with some announcement saying that um, they're they're permanently changing to 
remote workforces where possible um, without any sort of limitation on it, just because of the, the they've seen the productivity changes. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm mixed. That's why I thought I'd ask you because I absolutely love being around people. I'm a yeah. bloody trainer for goodness sake. And yeah. It tells me not to be, but um, I've run many, many virtual classes now and we have such a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And the, the huge bonus, I think, for RTOs who have taken on the virtual training model is that it's opened up this, the, the rest of the country to them, you know, where they might have been really um, restricted by the venue, where the venue was getting to and from, like the CBD venues. Oh, my God, you know. It, oh, the idea of catching a train now just makes my skin crawl, you know. But, um, but yeah, it was what no. we expected our students to do. So that's I think that's a, a really positive change we've seen. Yeah. For sure. And just, yeah, being that much more accessible to, to your students. And I think that it's been a few things, like one of the key differences for me is that I would run online meetings all the time, um, you know, sales demonstrations or even uh, webinars or whatever the case might be. But a lot of the time I wouldn't necessarily switch my camera on and the person who I was speaking to wouldn't either. And so you're having almost this, this conversation and they're seeing your screen, but you don't have that sort of personal you know, interaction. And so I think one of the biggest changes that I've now noticed is that through all of our training sessions, our onboarding sessions that our, our trainers have with new clients, but also with things like my sales demonstrations, it's just you're getting that rapport building. And I think so many more people have a webcam now, you know, they they will switch on their camera because we're, we've kind of gone through this this growth phase now of, of, you know, online meetings being the new norm. And I think for us, I used to travel interstate all the time, you know, delivering our client um, forums, but also going and seeing, you know, prospects and, and delivering demos face-to-face. -face. But I just feel like that's almost a thing of the past now. Like it's yeah. just not necessary and you can achieve the same results, get the same engagement, you know, from your learners through a training, training course online and even be able to then provide the learners with a recording afterwards and say, go and watch the whole thing back, which is yeah. even better. So I think there's some pretty significant, some, yeah, benefits of, of this whole uh, this whole COVID um, movement as well. It, it makes me wonder about the um, the transport industry, like I airlines know. and everything. I mean, they're going to go, well, we all want to come back to normal, but I don't think it's I going know. to. I know, it's not going to fully, that's right. You know, the, the idea of travelling, like travelling now is going to be something that we do because you want to do it rather than because we have to do it. Exactly. And, uh, right. Gosh, yeah, it'll be very it's not interesting. It's not like see. a chore anymore, though. It's going to feel like every time we get on a plane, we're going on a holiday, which is nice. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but no, it's 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 going to be scary to see what you know the more permanent impacts are on some of these industries because it's mm. yeah, it's changing. There, I was talking to a um, a lady the other day, uh, just in a podcast, and she was saying how a lot of her clients are also in the first aid industry. She said that they had this influx of um, flight attendants come through to to retrain to do other jobs. And um, and we've seen the same thing, I think, in the media with pilots as well. I mean, pilots are out of work and they're very specialised. You know, it's not like you can just go and do something else. You've been a pilot for 20 years. What do you do now? Um, and um, and there might not be that job to go back to. So what's next? Yeah, it's been really interesting. We, um, Virgin was one of our, our clients, actually, and <laughs> back in the day. And, uh, yeah, we've had, a, a, I won't say an influx, but a lot of people saying, okay, well, 
I'm glad it was at four now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I was I was speaking to a client the other day actually, and um, they had someone new sitting in on that that particular phone call, and it was you know this particular woman was an ex virgin um, uh, pilot, and I was yeah. and literally as of the last six months, and and she had just had to you know go out and, and find a new role and. So it's just like the amount of change in people's lives that, you know, I don't even think about the huge impacts that this is going to have or has had on people individually, businesses. It's crazy. Well, one thing or two things, actually, that I think we we agree on is that in the education industry, it's been a positive because it's forced us to look at maybe new ways of doing things that have actually ended up being better and being equipped more quickly. Like, I, I don't know what sort of resources Zoom have put into their back end, but I, I can now do multiple screens of uh, working on a half-baked 4G connection. You know, I go, wow, this is crazy. I used to have like dual lines of MBN just to make things you know, operate <laughs> like this. So they're doing something amazing with the way they stream. So that's that's a big plus. Um, and as you said, with your sales calls and things like that, people are quite inclined to be able to just quickly jump on and see you and you can share screens and you can do all sorts of amazing things now. So yeah, it, it's forced us down that way. So anything that was cloud-based, which is what Accelerate was, anything that's in the education um sphere yes space um other than if you were reliant maybe on international students that's 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 a big downfall and uh, i know the higher education sector kind of copped that um but a lot of rtos as well um so other than that i think we've done exceedingly well and um yeah i'm really looking forward to it which is my next question 2021 what on earth uh, is next for accelerate oh gosh we have a lot of uh yeah a lot of things bubbling under the under the surface which is very exciting but i think we have, um, we've been just trying to take things like our security, just as we sort of grow, um, I guess the idea or the goal is to move beyond Australia. We do have some international clients, but really kind of having a look where we're talking with a, um, a company over in the UK at the moment who consult um, they're, they're within the sort of TVET sector over there and I guess what they've said to us so far is that yeah I think the Australian you know educational or vocational sort of industry in the way that we work is second to none and we we are kind of almost like the the leaders in this space so they're looking to what we're we're doing um, you know and what our RTOs are doing internally um, so I guess that that could be part of the 20 well as part of our 2021 vision development wise for us it is just taking again even though we're doing so much work around assessments and learning at the moment just taking that to the next level you know providing that amazing student experience for our clients so that they really can you know that their, their, their students are extremely happy and extremely engaged with with the learning um, but also I think that there's going to be this huge push for work-based you know there already is but you know work-based learning um, and one of the biggest pieces of development that we're working on at the moment is all of our work-based uh, learning or evidence apps that we're creating for students but also supervisors to kind of get that sign off um, that proper management of maybe a, a student out in a work placement with a host employer um, so yeah those are some of the, the bigger things that we're working on 
for next year, but just pushing and pushing and pushing. And yeah. so you <laughs> we'll can't see. let us into an exclusive reveal. They're not just that; it's all just bubbling under the. It's surface. all bubbling. It's all bubbling. We, I am delivering a, a webinar. Um, you know, on the it's on the eleventh of November, where we're going through all of our online learning and um, and assessment. Sorry, I'm plugging myself right now. There you go. But <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we're we're kind of just trying to demonstrate you know, where we're at, but also where we're going as well, which is, which is really exciting. So watch this state. (laughs) We will. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you today and we probably could talk for a little bit longer, but (laughs) I'll run out of time. Um, But yeah, well, thank you so much for giving us your time. And also I'm so glad to hear that Accelerate's doing well. I love Australian business and I love the fact that you've come from the RTA world too. uh, Like, I guess there there are some competitors who have as well, but you've really grown up from there. So I love that. And, um, and I wish you guys all the success in the future because you really Aww. deserve it. And I love the fact that you're focused on customers too. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, I wish you all the best for the rest of this year. I can't believe we're very, very close to Christmas, which is very scary. But yeah, all the best and uh, have a great rest of your year as well. Thank you so much. Thank you.